Welcome to the Kingdom Assistant with Zay. I'm your host, Zay, and I want this podcast to help you unlearn everything that you knew about religion. I want you to get rid of it. I want you to forget what you learned about the church. And I want to be able to share the truth behind relationship with God, the beauty of it, the stress of it, but overall the peace of it. I hope that you'll watch this podcast and say, if Zay can do it, I can do it too. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Kingdom Assistant. So today we wanted to do something a little bit different, um, you know, like a little icebreaker. (laughs) So when Donnie and I were separated, I saw this card game and I wanted to order it. Like I literally took a leap of faith because I didn't even know if we were going to get back together. But I thought that it would bring us a lot closer and it did. Like we played this multiple times. Um, The card game is called The And, shameless plug. If y'all want to reach out to us, we would love to be on the show. I really would. So anyway, it's a show. Yeah. So like they have, well, it's not a show, but they have like this YouTube series where they have couples come on and it's so nice, you know, it's dope. you see this, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we each chose a car. We don't know what the question is. We're going to ask each other the questions and we have to answer. So you want to go first? Okay. okay. Describe specifically the moment you realized you love me. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're not going to believe me because you never do, but I think I knew that I loved you. Senior year of high school, um, I'm with my ex. He breaks up with me for like the 15th time and I'm crying. It's the last year of school. And I remember walking out of the classroom and I'm walking out the classroom and the way our high school was set up, it was like a, you know, the bathrooms were at the end um, and you were standing there. And I, I think I, I was crying a little bit enough to, I think that you knew I was crying. I wasn't like boo-hooing, but I remember like I'm walking towards him and he just puts his arms out for me to come in for a hug (laughs) and it's like he didn't even have to ask me what was wrong like it wasn't even Mm -hmm. like oh what's wrong you're okay it's almost like it didn't matter because you just wanted to comfort me and that was when I like I always loved you though like I like you were always the person for me but that moment was when I was like okay I really do love him but I knew like I was still like broken from you know oh I about to say his name child I was broken, so I wasn't in a space to give you that. But I think when I knew that, like, um, when I knew, like, for sure, for sure, like, without a shadow of a doubt, was the carnival, the fair, Mm -hmm. you know? When I saw you again, like, after that time where we weren't talking anymore, and I see you at the fair, and I'm spending the whole time with you, and it felt like, it felt like I was at home. If I don't know how, that was, like, even thinking about it, babe, I can feel I remember what I felt like oh I remember we were standing in front of the the ride that like flips or whatever and you had on your glasses and I think I remember you you were saying you were cold or something I remember like holding you and I just remember feeling like oh my gosh like it felt like a puzzle piece connected like that's literally what it felt like and we were on the ferris wheel and I'm like I'm laying on you and I just felt so safe and I felt comfortable and I felt, and I've never felt that before with any guy ever in my life, that level of like security. Security. Yeah. That level of security. And, you know, so we're getting ready to leave and um, you asked me for a kiss and you kissed me and it was kind of corny because it was like, you know, in the movies that say the fireworks go Mm -hmm. off, that's literally what it was like. And you left and you know, my two friends were there and I literally said to them, I have to be with him. Because I knew in that moment that, like, it's definitely love. Because yeah. I think when you're growing up, like, in high school and you fall for someone, you automatically kind of chalk it up to just, oh, it's just a little, like, crush. You know, like, I like you. I care for you. Yeah. We were friends. But I, that's when I knew, like, I I knew for a fact I loved you. Like, without a shadow of a doubt. That was fire. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my question. <laughs> I feel like yours are so sweet. And this one is, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, my answer is gonna be. I feel way... bad for choosing this one. <laughs> no, my answer is gonna be way worse. <laughs> Your answer is all thrown out and right. nice. <laughs> it's not thought out; it's just yeah. that's the truth. Yeah, no, but I'm saying yeah. it was like a thoughtful answer. My yeah. <laughs> my answer is gonna be like. You don't know. You don't know the question. Okay. Yeah. Who loves whom more in this relationship? <laughs> Why would you pick that one? <laughs> You're a jerk. Why would you do that? <laughs> Um, just be honest. Just be honest. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, given everything that I've done, I'm, I'm gonna say you love me more. Um, I think you've always loved me more, and I think 
well, that's big to say always. No, yeah. Even, I th- I even think, high school, we talked yeah, about I once think, we got together. No, honestly, yeah, I think I think you've always loved me more. I mean, it, it sounds it sounds crazy to to people that I don't know. It's not, that makes it sound like I don't love you at all, but I think I think your love, it um, what's the word? It transcended what my where my boundaries were, and that's why I think you love me more because my boundaries stopped at um at the natural. You know what I'm saying? Like once we were separated, it's like I didn't stop loving you, but I couldn't even bring myself to. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you loved me so much to not even walk away from our marriage when it seemed like it was over. So it's like yeah. that, it, it just, I don't know, it transcends what I thought love was, was at the yeah. time. That's yeah. huge because you're right. Like yeah. there's, when it comes to love, there's the natural, but then there's that spiritual aspect yeah. of it where am I able to love you and understand that capacity of love? Because that love, like you said, once it transcends yeah. the natural, it becomes a unconditional type of love yeah that's what it was yeah. like, i feel like my love in the beginning was was conditional and yours i don't think was... it was conditional <laughs> no i don't think it was i think that your you loved me um it was fear-based more than anything mm-hmm. i think it started from a. I think high school it started from a place of like i love her because i don't know maybe because you saw friendship in me and you could mm-hmm. trust me and like things like that yeah. and then as we got older i think it turned into again, like a fear type of thing where like, um, you know, I love her, but I don't know if it'll work. And then it turned into a level of, I don't know if I'm, I don't know, almost like um, an, uh, a cliche kind of love, I guess, where you kind of had these high expectations. But I don't think it wasn't that you didn't love me that much or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it was conditional at all because it wasn't like, I don't know. Or maybe because I love you, I'm able to not see it that way. Yeah. Yeah, maybe but yeah, maybe maybe not conditional, but like even when we're separated, right? Like so it's like uh okay, we, we didn't get a divorce. Yeah. And it's like why didn't get why didn't we get a divorce? At the time mm-hmm. it, I would come up with excuses as to why I'm not giving you those papers. But yeah. my love was still there for you where it was like like, you know, and then at any time I'm I'm talking to somebody else, it would always bring me back to you or it was like mm-hmm. but I didn't have to deal with this like okay this girl her problem is x y and z I can't I can't tolerate that like yeah. I cannot and I didn't have to deal with that with Zay like every it always brought me back to Zay always brought me back to Zay and I'm just like like I just can't like I couldn't yeah. bring myself to to get those papers mm-hmm. you know that. that's one thing I always thought too you know what's funny I used to live in so much fear like anytime the, the doorbell rang I thought someone was there to serve to papers. serve you papers so is serious. crazy every time like, my heart would drop I'm like oh my gosh this is it because I was banking on and hoping that okay because he didn't file there may be a chance if I would I would have done it in purpose I'm, de- I'm definitely the type of person to do it in purpose <laughs> Yeah, fact. <laughs> we would have had the conversation. <laughs> but it's a respect thing. Also, I'm not going to have somebody else give you those papers. That's crazy. Really? Yeah, I guess nah, I that, would be, nice. that would be wild. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I respect you enough to give you the papers. Yeah. That was probably my own pride. Like, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't let somebody else. That's, like, that's hiding behind, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just think your love back then, our love back then, wasn't mature enough yet. But God yeah. knew that it would reach a certain level of maturity mm. because I think we both always loved each other. It was always there, yeah. you know? And then, yeah, a lot of circumstances like got in the way or, you know, I'm just saying, but yeah. we always loved each other. Okay. So today's topic, it's okay. They can't see you, right? Um, today's topic is going to be about, uh, I saw a TikTok video about this woman who was basically explaining how her husband makes a lot of money and he basically takes care of everything and he does it happily. And she says that she has her own things on the side, but her husband basically said, look, I want you to worry about nothing. So I sent it to Donnie and I was like, um, or I went to him and I asked him like, how do you feel about this? And so I thought it was a great topic to talk about because that's a big conversation is like, should things be 50, 50 in a marriage or should it be the man does take care of everything? And you know, so let me start off with how I feel about it, since I'm always like, oh, you go first. So when I heard it, I thought the concept of it was beautiful, right? Like, it's amazing that a man would want to take care of his wife to that extent. But as a woman, I felt like I wouldn't want my husband to have to bear the burden of everything. And I would feel less of a woman if I wasn't able to do something. Because she was saying how her husband, she's not a morning person. So her husband gets up in the morning because he's used to 
being an early bird because he was in the military and he takes care of the kids and he gets the kids breakfast. And by the time she wakes up, she has a free day to do whatever she wants. She doesn't clean because she says they have a cleaner that comes every two days. So to me, I'm like, I would feel like I wouldn't feel like a woman. You know what I mean? So what do you think? Like, how do you feel about that concept of like a man taking care of everything? My opinion of that specifically yeah. is probably gonna piss somebody off. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my opinion of it is, and again, I don't, I don't know the man, right? So let me not say I, I think he's up to something. Let me say, um, one, let me, let me talk about her first. Yeah. I feel like it opens a lot of doors, not to for her to do anything crazy, but just it, idle minds. Yeah, I think that's that's a little too much time to have mm-hmm. on your hand, like to not worry about anything at all, like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do you do? You don't have any hobbies. You don't. What do you just wake up every day and try? To, I feel like it opened not open doors to you know letting somebody in her house and doing something crazy while he's at work, but open doors to maybe now she's she's depressed because she feels unfulfilled. Maybe yeah. she, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe she develops a bad um, bad drinking habit because you know just I don't know. It I feel like it just opens doors because you're you're too idle. But from the man's point of view, it's kind of fishy. <laughs> Wait, let me say this too, because she did say that she has ho- not a hobby, but she says she mentors women. We don't know what it is. She says that she wrote a book, and then she says when she's not doing those things, she'll go out with her friends or shop. <laughs> so just go ahead, uh, finish what you were saying about the man, because I know you said like, oh, what do you do with your time? But she did say like, I guess she tried to throw that in there. Yeah. So for for the man, let me let me not say everything that I think because it, it'll seem like you know I'm I'm maybe projecting my you know, on, on to him. But, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, I feel like it can be used negatively later on. And, and I mean, I don't know that the, the inners, the inner work is a different relationship, but I feel like, so what happens when he does come home and he wants you to do something? Is it right. a, is it an ask or is it a, you must, because I'm not asking you to do anything ever. Mm-hmm. So now when I do tell you to do something, I yeah. better not hear nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, because mm-hmm. I mean, because <laughs> one day he may not want to because he may be tired or something. Yeah, and then right. it's like, hey, babe, can you step in where I'm lacking right now? Right. And it's like, what is your response going to be? Because you're used to this life. Yeah, like that, and it opens doors to like, you know, you come home and and I don't know, maybe maybe you want to enforce some type of new rule in your household, and she's not okay with it, but you have all those things backing whatever you say now. So it's like, yeah, no, what I say does go because I pay every single bill in here because I do this, because I do that, because I do this. You have no say, you have no, you know, and that that could not be how he is, but I feel like if a man were to so please, he could easily use that to, to manipulate OD. Yeah, yeah. like he controls it be, her. It could get crazy real fast. You know what? It's true because what if they get into an argument one day, he can throw that back in her face. Yeah, And it's right. so funny because I literally just saw a story of a couple here in Dallas. They were like African or whatever. Yeah. And he killed his wife. And in the 911 call, you can hear him like crying and like still kicking and hitting his wife saying, I made you who you are. Like, you know, I oh, gave yeah, you everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that can easily happen yeah. because you have such a hold, you yeah. know, on or she he has a hold on her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's a great point, especially the one about him being tired, because you never think about that. If he's dealing with the kids and he's working and I know they did say. They don't have regular nine to five. So like he is a business owner, but still that's mentally taxing yeah. sometimes and daunting. Right. So like, what if he is tired? What what does that conversation look like? Mm-hmm. You know? And for me as a woman looking at her, like it almost seemed like it kind of created a sense of entitlement. Like, I don't know if in the beginning, maybe it started off where like she was super grateful because she did say she used to work, but the way that she talked about it almost came from a place of like, I deserve this. This is how it's supposed to be, where you take care of me and I do absolutely nothing, you know? Yeah, and I mean, just to, and I mean, those are the two, those are the two extremes, right? Like, yes. um, like to the extreme, yeah, he could use it to manipulate her, all of that. More realistically, and what my concern will be, you know, not trying to project the worst case scenario onto them or their marriage, not yeah. to speak death over anybody, but realistically, what happens if something happens to him? Right. She doesn't know how much the bills are. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even know probably what company they're in. Mm-hmm. How do the does his business work? Does she know any of the inner workings of her business? Is she going to be able to run his business successfully if mm-hmm. something were to happen to him? Right. All the stuff that's taken care of is not going to get taken care right. of more than likely. And now, if something happens, then, you know. She did also say that, like, um, 
I guess her name is on the account. So they share accounts. But she did say that she does not know how much any of the bills are. She has never seen a bill, has not touched a bill, you know, and that's a great point. And I, um, when we were talking about it, like what we were going to talk about on the podcast, I was going to tell him that my manager at work had literally just said that her uh, grandma passed away and the grandpa had never done anything in the house. So now that the grandma's not there, he's like losing his mind because he doesn't know. He's never done any of that, never had to. And I think that's a great lesson. It's like, if you want to have that that type of lifestyle and that works for your marriage, great. But you guys still both need to be in the know. Even if you're not yeah, handling it, 100%. sit them down and have that conversation. I like, so. here's what this is. Here, allocate this to this. Because anything could happen. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. And speaking to that, like, even in even in real estate, like, um, there, there's been times, and in, in, in this case, it, it was also a man. Like, something happened with his wife or... I don't. I forgot what happened with his wife. I think maybe they just got a divorce. I'm pretty sure she also passed away. Mm-hmm. But um, he was telling me, you know, I'm I'm telling him like, yeah, you know, here's the lease details. Here's what this means. Here's what that means. And he's like, he's almost like frozen, and he's just like, you know, my wife handled all of this stuff. Like, I don't do any of this. You know, like he was just a blue collar dude who just goes to work, and the money she puts it towards the the rent. She's the one that reads the lease. She's the one that, you know, and you did yeah. most of that stuff when mm-hmm. we got here. Like, you're you're the one that talked to the mm-hmm. to the agent the most. To, yeah. So it's like, you, know, you do got to be in the know about stuff because you never know. Right. Now, I want to talk about our situation, how we started and where we are now. Because I know for me, that whole 50-50 thing never bothered me. And I don't think it ever bothered me because I always thought as a wife, I should be able to help my husband if yeah. need be. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's bills or groceries or whatever. I never had an issue with that, you know. So in the beginning, when we first, I guess, started living together, let's say Colorado, our first place. He had to take care of everything. We're in the military. I'm pregnant. I'm not working. So I couldn't provide anything. And every other time after that, we weren't really, there was no need for bills. So I guess the first time that we actually shared a living space together was Bethlehem 2020. That was the first time we're actually, okay, splitting up the bills, right? So our thing has always been 50-50, right? So like we both pay half on the rent. We both pay half on groceries. And the only bills that we would pay individually were our own, like, car notes or cell phone bills, things like that. Right. Well, it wasn't it wasn't completely 50 50 because when we was living in Bethlehem, you paid most of the groceries. I paid most, most of, the, of rent. the rent. No, I think the rent was split 50 50 because it was like 13 50. I think we both paid like 700. Yeah, it could have been. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm, I might have paid like the same way how we have it, how, how we have it now. It's like mm-hmm. certain bills were yours, certain yeah. bills were mine. Yeah, that's how yeah. it was. And I mean, I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with that. How did you feel about that arrangement? I didn't see anything wrong with either, especially because yeah. I wasn't working most of the time, so it was mad easy. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. But there's there's men out there that it would bother them. Like there's yeah. men out there. Like I'm sure he might be one of the men that like it, it's a it's a pride thing. Yeah. For me, it wasn't really a pride thing, especially because I wasn't working. So it was yeah. like, I didn't have the money to for all of the bills all the anyway. Bills anyway right, and I liked right. the fact that I wasn't working at the time, even right. though you know eventually it started getting to me. But yeah, it didn't it didn't bother me at all. Yeah, because every time I see those debates, um, I see a lot of women saying like, no, the man has to, the man should pay all the bills and we shouldn't have to worry about any bills. But I never mind. Even when it comes to going out on dates, right? Yeah. I don't mind if, hey, babe, let's split the bill. Why not? You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's really for me a matter of like, look, why drop $150 right now when we can just split it in half and we both, you know what I'm saying? We don't yeah. have to spend that in full. I help you, you help me, like that type of thing. That's how I look at it. Like, we could just both put half, you know, we're not spending the full amount and keep it pushing. Well, how, what a, the thing about it, I actually agree. Yeah. Like, when it comes, like, if I could pay every single bill in the crib, like, no yeah. questions asked, mm-hmm. and still have money left over for myself, I would. Like, I would prefer it to be that way, too. Just because, like, like he was saying, like, I don't want you to have to worry about anything. So it's like, and I feel like it is the man's responsibility, at least when it comes to things like, um, electricity, water, mm-hmm. uh, the roof over the, over your, your family's head, like that is your responsibility, I Utilities. feel like. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it is. So when we moved here to Texas now, in the beginning, it was we're paying our own separate bills, but we also split the utilities. So he's paying like two utilities, I'm paying like two, and then he was paying majority of the rent and I'm paying whatever portion I could give because at the time I wasn't, (laughs) you know, making enough money. So I'm like, okay, here's what I can afford to give you. And you handle the rest. 
And we're like, okay, that's just, that's the way that it was. But I never saw a problem with that, you know? And now, I guess we can talk about now what changed. Well, it um it, it changed after that. So like, yeah, we I paid the majority of the rent. You gave me what, what you could. Then it became, okay, now I can give you a little bit more because I got a, I got a raise or you got the different job. Mm-hmm. So she started, she started paying um, way more towards the rent. Yeah. Um, I think it was like almost half of the yes. rent she was paying. Mm-hmm. Then after a little while, it because I I make more money only because I still have another check that comes through like passively. Mm-hmm. So it was like to a point where my savings is growing, my savings is growing, and there was times where like you would be sitting there and you'd be upset because you ain't got no money. Yeah, <laughs> because after paying bills, my, and yes, stuff, it was paying like, bills and mm-hmm. like I always put money aside for the kids or emergencies, so I never wanted to use my money just in case because I have this fear that like once I get money I'll lose it and that terrifies me so I'm like whatever I have I'll keep it here I can do stuff for myself at a later date make sure the kids are good make sure the groceries are good that's all I focus on you know and I was I was in a before I was delivered I was in like a bad place where like um money well I would I would look at money way differently like I looked at money like um I don't know I I don't want to say I worshipped money but it was all I was thinking about. Right. So like now that I, that I started, when I started doing real estate and stuff and I started getting a little bit, you know, bigger checks and everything, then it was just like, okay, yeah, nice. You know, I, yeah. can, I can do this. I started buying nice things for myself. But then after I was delivered, that's when God gave me that revelation. Like, hey, um, like your money is not your money. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you need to, you know, if you can pay that rent. So then I told Zay, like, you know, what? I'm just going to, I'm going to pay the whole rent because it's like, there's no reason not to. And then the money that you were putting towards the right now, you can use that towards your savings because yeah. it doesn't make sense for you to not have any money left over after you, you know, and it took a little bit to get there, which is I'm ashamed of. But And it's but, not know. that I didn't have any money left over. It was, again, whatever money I had left over, I didn't feel comfortable spending on anything mm-hmm. but you guys because right. that's my priority. That's my responsibility. Yeah. So I'm like, I would hate it if I took that money to go get my hair done. And then a couple of days later, something happens where we need something. I'm like, man, I shouldn't have spent that hundred dollars. Yeah. So I could have had it for this, you know, that was my mindset. So now that, you know, he's able to pay all of the rent, it was such a blessing because I can put more in my savings. I can put stuff aside to do for myself. I can put more towards my debt you know, and I don't feel bad because now I have a, a lot of extra that I can, you know, pocket yeah. for myself. Um, but yeah, with the worshiping money, I can see that. I think it was more so, I don't know. It's almost like you viewed money as, um, I don't know how to explain it. Almost like, not that it was untouchable, but it was just like, there was always going to be a need for it. And it almost came off like, no matter what amount of money that you had, it wouldn't be enough. Yeah. And you would just want more and more and more. And I think you coming to know God, you realize that everything is God's, even this money. So if yeah. I do come into money, it's because God is blessing me with it. And it's not just because of my work. Yeah, I started seeing it as a resource instead of just right. a, like a, mm-hmm. a, a, I can't explain it. Yeah. And that, that was big. And for so long, for a very long time, all these years you've been married, I was never comfortable with the idea that your money was mine because I never wanted to burden you. Like I never wanted to be that wife that had to use your money Hey, babe, can I get my hair done? Can I get my nails done? Like, I never even, I have never, ever, ever, ever asked you, right, for money for anything besides, like, whatever bills you owed, you know what I'm saying? Never, because I just wasn't okay with it. I'm still not. I'm still, you know, I still wouldn't ask you, hey, babe, can you give me some money to get my hair done or nails? I would never. I still can't, you know? But I feel like that's something I'm going to have to grow out of. It's going to take a while, though. I can't do that. I just can't. I don't even ask you to buy me anything but food. I'll ask you for food. Yeah. And even then, I don't really ask for food because I just, that's, it's, it's, you say it's our money, but I still see it as it is your money. Yeah. It is yours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you worked. You got that money. Yeah. But for me, I see it as whatever you need, I will get out. I don't mind giving it to you. Because yeah. there were times when we were separated and you would hit me up randomly, like, hey, can you send me $100? Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't even ask what you needed it for. Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? But I can't do that to you. I don't know. I can't put you in that position. Can I talk about how God get, gave me that revelation? Yeah, like yeah. I was I was on YouTube and mm-hmm. I forgot I forgot who the dude who the dude was, what the what the video was. But um this was again when I when I was, you know, get, going through deliverance, like looking into things, trying to figure things out. And um one of the videos were talking about how, you know, it was about that scripture where, you know, if your left eye causes you to sin, you know, rip it out or whatever. And the the passage I was talking, he said, you know why you're looking at that woman? That woman looks the way she does because she probably has a man that's sewing into her. And I was like, huh. 
Like, you know, that's crazy. And then I immediately started thinking about the fact that, like, sometimes you're upset because you don't have enough money to do X, Y, and Z. Even though I'm saying, hey, you know, you, I can give you money to go do X, Y, and Z. You're feeling like you can't ask me for money. So I'm like, yo, like, why don't I just pay the whole rent so you'll have extra money? You know what I'm saying? That's like, what that revelation yo, th- Yeah, that's wow. where that revelation came from. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, yeah, you never told me what brought you to that revelation because yeah, it really was very random. Like, you literally randomly was like, hey, look, I'm going to pay the rent. And I was like, well, I can't. And even then, I'm still like, no, I don't want you to do that because yeah. our rent is hefty, you know, especially for it to not be a mortgage yet. Yeah. It's hefty. So I'm like, no, you know, I don't want you to do that. Right. But you're, that's, huh? No, that's what I was going to say. I was going to oh. say something about um the fact that you don't see my money as your money. Yeah. Like, it's, it's weird because how I see it is, and it's the truth because, like, I don't know. I don't know if it is a scripture, but like you know, if you ignore your wife, then God will ignore you. Yes, that is right. And at you one point, and at one point in my life, that my one of my friends, Taylor, she randomly hit me oh, up and God. was like, "This <laughs> is when me and were, were we separated at the time? Yes. I think we were separated. Mm-hmm. Me and Taylor, we we just a little history. We go back from like, I don't know, maybe freshman year, sophomore year, of high school. Yeah. Since sophomore year of high school, she moved away, and we maybe talked once maybe twice since then but randomly she hits me up like years after high school and she just goes hey donnie i don't know why but i forgot the whole message but this god wanted me to tell you you know like or i don't even think she said god wanted me to tell you she was just like um you know you being with zaysha god is gonna bless you like abundantly for Mm -hmm. for something i forgot what she said i remember it was literally she was like you know, God is going to, if you, as long as you take care of your wife and love your wife, God will bless you. Yeah, that's what she and said. And she has said something like, this is what you have been wanting. Like when you were in high school, that's what it was. this is the kind of woman yeah. that you said that you wanted mm-hmm. and now you have it. Yeah, because I was telling her, I was telling her everything that I was looking for in a, in a woman. And mm-hmm. she was like, that's Stacia. So, you know, yeah. X, Y, and And Taylor does not know. I don't know Taylor. Yeah. She doesn't know me. I've never talked to her for her to even know my character, my yeah. personality. So I remember when we got back together and you told me about it, I was genuinely shocked because yeah, I'm crazy. like, whoa, God really used her. Because I don't know Taylor yeah, at crazy. all. I've never seen her a day in my life. It was crazy. Yeah. And at the time, I, I forgot what I was living in OD sin, but I'm just, I'm sitting there, I'm smoking cigarettes on the, on the, on Jimmy's porch when I was working at Dun & Bradshaw. Oh, yeah, and I'm, and I'm looking at the mess and I'm just like... Like yo, what are the odds? I can't believe this. Because it messing with my mind. Like I didn't want to be with her at the time, right. so it's like I'm, I'm mad because now I'm, I'm feeling conviction. Yeah. <laughs> so I was angry. But um, you were angry about it. There yeah. was no party that was like you know what she might be right. Oh no, no, you know what I'm That's why you're angry. You know, uh, it's that conviction. You, uh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My money, I see as not my money because again, I'm like I don't think I would be where I was mm-hmm. or where I am if I wasn't with you. If I wasn't doing right, I wouldn't be in Texas. I wouldn't have. Because through through um, networking through her channels, yeah. that's when one of her friends. Um, no, I, I didn't even mean to name drop on Taylor okay. like that. But through one of her friends, I got the job with real estate, and her friend was the one that told her to tell me mm-hmm. to get my real estate license. Yeah. Without that, and for years she was trying to tell me to do real estate, and I was like, "Yeah, no, Jesus, that's slow money. I don't want to do real estate. I'll just mm-hmm. keep selling cars." Dah, dah, dah. And then, yeah. sure enough, dude. I get my full real estate circle. license, full circle, and, yeah. and I get a job. And it was only because I was, you know, I was with you. I feel like that gives me too much credit. And even though, like you said, it is in the word where God yeah. really, really values marriages and he values wives. Like it literally says, like, if you're not doing right by your wife and being gentle and tactful with her, I'm not going to listen to your prayers. It'll hinder your prayer life because why are you ignoring this? woman that it's I crazy. gave you yeah. and even though it says that I still feel like that gives me too much credit you know like I it's a nice for you to say that but I still feel like I'm nobody you but it's not I'm giving saying? you the credit though because through through God is the only reason I have what I have that's true and God blessed me because I heeded what he told Taylor to tell me yes. you know what I'm that's saying true. like that's how I look at it mm-hmm. So it's like, because I listened and that's what I was telling my uncle too. I was like, like there was times where the Holy Spirit told me things about, about, uh, Josiah through the guy at Walmart. And then yeah. I took that and, and I went home and I, or I went to Austin cause I, I planned on doing some crazy stuff in Austin and, and I decided not to because of that conversation I had with that dude that morning. And I, I come back home and everything, like certain decisions that I've made, I feel like I've been blessed for listening. And for I don't obedience. know, I don't want people, yeah, for obedience. And, and remember, I was telling you before, I was like, I feel like like I don't want to be obedient just because I want blessings. Right. But, you know, it. I don't know, that's my own conviction. Like, now I feel you're like, in a place where you, you understand the value of obedience and right. you 
see the value and the blessing as well. Because you're not you're not getting blessed, in, in my opinion. I feel like like I'm not getting blessed because I listened. Mm-hmm. It's I'm able to bless you now because mm-hmm. you're listening. Right. Like I feel like that's what it is now. Yeah. Now I have a, that understanding. I don't know if that's right, but no, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, I mean, the word literally says obedience is better than sacrifice. Yeah. So you're right. Like it really is about that obedience. But you're right. Yeah, I think I just need to like get out of that. I don't know. Maybe that's just something I gotta heal from, and not that not healing, <laughs> but I mean like being delivered, <laughs> yeah. a, a small deliverance from like not. I just I can't. I still to this day will not be able to say, hey, babe, um. You send me some money, so ugh. Yeah. just the thought of saying that to you makes me feel crazy. Like I just can't do it because you know, like who am I to so, like ask you for your money? Right. Like yeah, but anyway, the um, only person that has a right. <laughs> but I still ask. don't because it's your money. Like you, I feel like if we made money together in a business that we both had, I might and I can be like, hey, babe, I'm gonna take some money from X, Y, and Z because both of us is on it. Like it's both of our money. Mm-hmm. You made this money from your job. That's your money. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, true. Like it is yours. Well, that's why you you still have to ask, but that's why I you know I always yeah. have to give. That's why I because ask. it's you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Not yeah. saying you know you gotta ask me because yeah. I mean you really don't. I could just but but like that's yeah. where the respect factor comes right. in. Right. Like, yeah, when you do ask, you respect enough mm-hmm. to ask. Yes. You know. Yeah. Same way we ask for stuff from God, like. Very true. Because you want to go to God and just be like, and you also shouldn't be entitled to God expecting that he's just going to give something to you just because you're his child. Same way as just because you're his wife doesn't mean you expect him to just throw cash at you. You (laughs) I mean, but some women are like that, where it's like, look, you are the husband. I shouldn't even have to ask. Yo, like like my uncle said, I mean, I was telling my uncle about about the ways that, that God has been blessing me. And he goes, oh, man, that sounds good. You know, God, give me some money. Right? And, you know, I laughed and I'm like, you know, you, you say that. But it's like, again, like law, the law of stewardship. I just learned about that. If you've done well with what I've given you, yes. then I can give you more. I don't. That's not yeah, a direct it's, quote, it's but you, um, that's basically how it works. You know, if you've done well with what I've given you, then I can give you more. Yeah, then I can give you more. Yeah. And that's. That's very true because a lot of people, like you said, expect God to bless them. Right. I've already given you money. Look at what you're doing with this money that I've given you, right. this amount. And you expect more. I can't trust right. you with this because everything that we have is God's. We are managers of God's things. So if God is trusting us with this little bit of something, he has to be sure that we can also manage the greater things of his that he's giving us. Right. And only a good father would do that. That's how you know he's good because right. a bad father would give you everything you asked for, even if you're squandering it and you don't know how to steward yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? But God yeah. is so good. He just knows, like, I'm going to give you what you can handle. And he was not going to give you more than that because then you will fail. And God doesn't want to see you fail, but he wants to see you mature. And it shows. Yes. And it shows in the, in the people that, I, I don't know the exact percentage, but most people that win the lottery yep. go broke again. Yep. Why? Because you wasn't stewarding your money right in the first right. place. So, of course, when you get a bunch of millions, you're going to squander gone. it. Yeah. It's gone. God is the greatest Because teacher. you 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 didn't know how to handle money. That's why yeah. you didn't have money. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's very true. And, and for that, yeah. I was going to say, um, back to how my money is your money. Mm-hmm. How did I handle money before we was okay? Yeah. Handled money horribly. horribly but yeah. once I started, you know, understanding what my money is for, once I started budgeting right, mm-hmm. once I started making sure that bills were paid making sure you know that's when i was able to build that savings a little bit more and it was like okay like now i can give you more because you're you're handling your money right yeah you know that's very true um that's so funny because one thing i always told you like when we were separated is how i felt like god would bless you monetary wise and i couldn't understand why he would bless you not like that because like you're still his son who loves Mm you but i would you know logically like lord you he doesn't even know how to handle money. You're giving him all these thousands of dollars, all these like great jobs and opportunities. And I'm struggling. And I could never understand like why you have me struggle. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I want that that to be our next topic because I want to talk about, um, and I don't know if you ever felt this way, but for me or other women ever feeling like with your spouse, if they're a little more um, successful than you are, how that feels. Like being with you and seeing that you were making money, you had these better jobs than I had, and because I know God is the one who blesses me, I'm, uh, I don't understand why God is not blessing me with more money or a better job. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
what is it that I had to learn that you didn't have to learn? Like, why would he give that to you and not that's, me? That's another, that's another big reason why I see my money as your money also, because there was a point where when, when I started getting bigger checks, it was like, I felt bad for telling you about it because mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't want you to feel like. And it's funny because I never felt that way because yeah. it wasn't on you. Like even with the, with the real estate job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your nine to five that you have now. I was excited for you yeah. making that much money because it's like oh, wait, disclaimer. First of all, y'all, <laughs> I'm not buying no new car no time soon. I do not have that much money. <laughs> it's Why just more money that? than I had before because okay. it makes it seem like like I'm trying to flex. Like no, it's okay. just more money. It's more money than I had before, right. and now I'm able to be comfortable. Like I'm able to. I know if my AC breaks, whatever the mechanic bill is going to be for my AC, I'm going to be able to pay it. It's right. still going to hurt me. Right. Like I'm not that. I don't have that much yes. money, but that mechanic yes. bill is not going to cause me to not be able to pay my rent next right. month. And that's comfortable. We are me. very I, comfortable. I will that's, say that's, that's the, such a blessing. That's the thing. Yeah. All of our bills have been paid. We are not in need of anything. And that is such a right. huge blessing. Like, right. That's such a huge blessing, especially just seeing where we came from and how we were living. Like, right. That's that's the mm-hmm. the level of blessings we're talking about. Yes. Not not being able to go out and buy a new car tomorrow because I just right. sold a house. Definitely right. not. We're talking about being able to go to Walmart and my kids don't have to. I don't have to check the price tags if my kids want something. Like, right, yeah, like put it in toy. the car yeah. because mm-hmm. it's it's groceries like right. that comfortable. Right. Like, cool beans. Yes. Good disclaimer. Yeah, not going to Neiman and Marcus and not checking price tags. Like we're checking price tags. <laughs> like, they're That's not that so comfortable. Funny. That's a good disclaimer. But um, yeah, I was happy for you. There was never any. I don't want to say jealousy. It wasn't that I was jealous. It was more so I genuinely didn't understand. Like, okay, God, you're blessing my husband, but you're not blessing me, and I don't mm-hmm. understand why. Do I need to learn how to manage my money better? But then I'm like, well, you know, he didn't manage, you know what I'm saying? That was, he didn't manage his money well, but you still gave him these means. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to Jada, shout out to Jada. This is when we were in Bethlehem, getting ready to move down here. When I had that one job that they fired me before I even got there. I remember before I got any job, I remember praying to God. I said, Lord, I want to make at least 50K a year. 50K, that's all I wanted at the time. That was what, 2020? Mm-hmm. And... I remember I got the job and I'm only making 5,000 more than what I was already making. Mm. Was not 50K. Mm. And I remember telling Jada, like, girl, it's not, I don't understand. Like, why is it that Donnie gets to have all these amazing jobs and get all this money and God doesn't want to bless me? And she literally said, well, Zay, did you ever think that maybe the reason why God is blessing him with this money is because now it's his turn to take care of you? It's literally what she said. It's like, it's his turn now to step into that role because mm-hmm. for a while you were doing that. Mm-hmm. And I was like. And he brought me to that revelation mm-hmm. too. It's so funny. That's really what she said. I remember I was in the closet, like cleaning up, talking to her, and I was like, "It's like, well, girl, no, because I still want my money. Like, <laughs> I want my money too. Like, I want to make good money while he makes money and take care of me. I want to have my own." Mm-hmm. She was like, "Well, girl, you just never know, right?" So fast forward, now we're here. Now you are still making more money, but like you said, now you're in that role, and I'm making more money, thank God, than I was. Um, you know, but now you're in that role. So that's mm-hmm. probably really what it was. Where it's like, Zay, look, it's not that you can't manage money, but I created your husband for this role. In order for him to walk out in this role efficiently, he needs this money yeah. to help you and the kids and the house. And I was like, okay. And now I'm comfortable to be able to do it too. Because yes. it's like, I always wanted to do that, but I wasn't in a place where I could comfortably be able to pay the entire rent mm-hmm. and my utility bills right. and my, my car note mm-hmm. and still have money for myself. Right. So it's like, I didn't want to put myself in a position where I'm squeezing Mm -hmm. to try to make you comfortable when it's like, you know, but now to that revelation where, you know, yeah, you'll still have some money left over for you. Mm -hmm. That's, that's fine. You don't need an excess amount of money for you. So pay the whole rent. And I, and I think the extra, what I was paying towards the rent is a good chunk for me to have back. You know, it's not like excessive, like you said, but it's the perfect amount. And believe it or not, that's a, that's about almost the same amount that that I have for myself oh, left over okay. after. So, so it's like e- it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um. I think my ideal um. How what do you call it? High, household dynamic, like finance wise. I think let's say we had a house. Like we finally buy our house. It's coming. We finally mm-hmm. buy our house. I would want you to pay the mortgage, because that would be nice. Like. Maybe just the mortgage and like the electric bill, because honestly, every other bill I feel like is, you know what I'm saying? Nothing mm-hmm. really, you know, like the water or whatever, but the electric and the mortgage great. Like I don't mind paying utilities. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want you to pay everything because right. I just feel like I want to contribute. 
And, you know, God put me in your life as your helper. And I want to be able to help, not just emotionally, sexually, physically, but like this way too. I can do right, that too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, I want to be able to, if we do, because one thing I said about that woman on TikTok, I wondered like, okay, well, do you ever wine and dine your husband? Because if he's paying for everything, when y'all go out, he's probably paying for every single lunch bill, dinner bill. And to me, like, ugh, why don't you want to wine and dine your husband and say, look, babe, I got it. Every you. once in a while, I, I don't mind that. But yeah, when we go out, oh, that's, let's talk about that. Cause I like, remember when we had that conversation about the, about like where we're at Walmart or something. Oh, yeah. Like yes. me, my, where my pride comes in <laughs> uh-huh. is like where, when there's other people, I don't know, maybe, maybe it is an ego thing mm-hmm. or maybe it's, it's a vanity thing because it's mm-hmm. only when there's other eyes on it, right? So like when we're at Walmart and we're going to, to pay for groceries and it's me, her, and maybe Jojo and Dreamy. Um, there was times where we were still splitting how much the groceries were, mm-hmm. but I didn't like it when she would ask me about it mm-hmm. right then and there in front of the cashier. Like mm-hmm. that would bother me. I would like, cause we were, we would always put it on one card yeah. and then we would, she, she would cash at me or I would cash up her afterwards. But like, I still feel like I, especially in front of other people, like yeah. I have to be the one to, mm-hmm. to, to, <laughs> to hand the cards. Like that would bother me pride wise. Yeah. But, like, but again, that's where my mind is at. Cause I feel like that is my responsibility. Like, okay, this, all this food in this cart is for my family to eat. Right. The card that has to go into that machine, into that machine is mine. Yeah. Because it's, it just naturally feels like that's your duty. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because when he told me, I said, oh, babe, I never knew. Because like you said, I would just be, and it's not like mm-hmm. I'm screaming it, but I'm just like, oh, babe, well, how much is it? I'll send you half. And then one day he was, we walk in on the side. He's like, look, babe, don't say that. Man. Just wait till we get home. <laughs> like, Yo, no one got to know he's putting right. the bill. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't, okay, whatever. Fine. Mm-hmm. That's cool with me. No, you know what I'm real, saying? Yeah. So now I wait till we get home. Okay. What I do is I take mental note of how much it is. And it pops up. Yeah. I'm like, all right, now I'm tracking. When we get home, I'll send you a little bit. and then Yeah. Well, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Probably a little bit. Because at the end of the day, wait, what works for you works for you. And I feel like that's... that's, Yeah. yeah, It's like, that's what, you know, where we need to round it up to is like, whatever works for you works for you. And that's what worked for us. So that 50-50 thing in a season of our lives worked. Mm -hmm. Now, it's still a little bit of 50-50, but there's one part of our household where now you're taking care of that. And now that's a blessing to me. Mm -hmm. And then moving forward... Whatever you're comfortable with, you can do that if you want, if you feel like yeah. it. But I don't care. I yeah, it's like dynamic. Sometimes we go to, sometimes when we go to Walmart, like, like for the school supplies, like the kids need a school supplies, and, and Zay just took it upon herself to be like, yeah, no, I yeah, got no, it. I got it. I yeah, got it. I because got school why supplies, not? Especially yeah. about the kids' school supplies, and I appreciate that because mm-hmm. me personally, I feel like those lists that's on those school supplies is just a big scam, <laughs> and it's like, yo, <laughs> the, the crayons is gonna get broken the first month. <laughs> The, the the all the pencils is gonna be broken to have the, yeah. in the first week. The mm-hmm. the glue they not gonna use. That's gonna go into the community box of glue. I'm like, we're, we're donating all these erasers to the. Yeah. I'm like, yo, it's all a scam. So yeah. I'm like, hey, you want to get them on everything on that list? Don't go crazy. That's another thing too. Like uh, the woman was saying, how her husband does a lot with the kids, and she did say, mm-hmm. I think every now and then she'll do stuff with the kids too, like you know, do their hair and stuff. But I feel like when it comes to the kids, and maybe I'm being sexist, I feel like it should come to the woman and not taking care of the, the kid, like, oh, bathing and stuff like that, but school and like, you know, like uniforms and school supplies and like, oh, if the, you know, tracking if the school has an event or the kids have to go to graduation, like that should be for the woman because I feel like as a mom, you want to show up for your child in that regard. And I hope for her sake, in her household yeah maybe her husband takes care of the kids in the morning but i would hope that throughout the day she's spending time with the kids because one thing i think she had said was that she didn't want to be a provider that's what she said like she wanted it this way because she didn't want to be a provider and it's like well does that mean that you're not spending time with your kids yeah that's the part i had a problem with so i mean not not to judge them whatever works for you works my thing especially with my children is and and you've seen it like with, with dreamy and and jojo my preference is okay if you're home my children are home, especially if you're not working. Mm-hmm. Because even even when you were working, I'm like, you know, your your job is pretty, you know, it's pretty light. Both of our jobs are pretty light, but I'm like, okay, your job is pretty light. Do the kids really need to be in daycare? And respectfully, fifty fifty of it was because I didn't want to keep paying for daycare, mm-hmm. especially if we're both home. Amazing. But the other half is like, I'm looking at my wife like, yo, you're the nurturer. Like you're the not the nurturer, but you're the primary nurturer in the house. And it's like, if you don't have a job, if I am paying all the bills, if I am like, why are they in daycare every single day? So you can just have a free day to just do whatever. Like, yeah, definitely not. Cause I mean, and from a, let me not even say a biblical point of view, maybe a Christian point of view. It's like now my children are overly exposed to these people in the daycare for no reason. 
because they, they don't need to be there. That's how I and look at it. I feel like it depends on, it depends on the day. Like, because nowadays, like, people do work from home. And, like, for me as a mom, it's so funny because I feel like, like you said, half of it is like, okay, I'm looking at you kind of off, but also I don't want to pay for daycare. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like it's like, when you have been a stay-at-home mom for a long time, like, you want to spend time with your kids, but there's also that, okay, I need time to myself. Like, even if I'm not working and I'm a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom, it is healthy for your kids to be away. And why I say that, too, is because Dream, our youngest son, was so attached to me. And I think that's because he was not in daycare. Mm-hmm. He was always home with me. And that's unhealthy. That's detrimental because now it's to the point where, for a long time, I wasn't able to bring him to, like, doctor appointments or whatever because he would just act up. Like, he was different when he's, you know, with Donnie. And so I think that played a big part in it. So I feel like there are pros and cons to both. But, again, it's, like, what works best for you. Now, she did say that she doesn't work. She has her mentorship or whatever, but her kids are in daycare. She said, yes, my kids are still in daycare, even though we don't have regular jobs. Now, if she was a (laughs) business owner or doing anything else during the day that required you, maybe you're filming content or like you have a business that you maybe you got to be in the office for, then I could understand that. But if you are a stay at home mom and like it's not a lot for you, why not? You know, part time maybe. So I feel like it really depends on the woman. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I see it. Yeah, that's definitely how I see it. it. But now nah, you do you do need a break. I understand. Yeah. I just let y'all know. So our compromise in that situation mm-hmm. was okay. We don't have to have JoJo in in daycare. Mm-hmm. Dreamy for sure because he's a little bit too much during the day. But yeah. JoJo's a little bit older mm-hmm. to where during the day she still gets a break because most of the time he'll be watching wow. something or mm-hmm. playing with Roblox, and he still does mostly go to her and, yes. and bother her throughout yes. the day. But yes. But it's definitely not as hands-on as, as dream. dream. Yeah, so it's, it's so like, funny. Okay. I think when both of them are home alone, it's way easier. Yeah. When they're together, it's like they feed off each other and they just bad. And just, yeah. you okay. know what I'm saying? It's just too much. Okay. So yeah, I was like, you know, our compromise was Jojo stay home, Dream goes to daycare. But I also was like, I'll pay for it since I'm the one that needed. I'll pay for that was the compromise. Yeah, daycare. I about yeah. That. I'll pay for Dream to be in daycare because yeah. I need it because it is a lot. Like as a man, you don't know what that's like mentally to stay at home with your child all the time and be the sole caregiver. Because let's be honest, most women are like that woman's situation is very, very rare. That's why I said it's a beautiful concept, but I think it's almost to the extreme. Some people are going to judge me for allowing that too, but it, that also oh, hurt my pride because I remember when you first told me, I'm like, well, no, like that's not comfortable for me either because I'm not just going to have you pay for daycare yeah. alone, but it was like, you know what? All right, right. I needed that though. That yeah. I really needed that because when the kids are here, I, like, and it's so, that's, ooh, and we, I thought like oh, we jumping it, all over. And, 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 yeah, we are jumping all over, mm-hmm. but it was only because, and the only reason she volunteered to pay for it because we were still going to split it. Yeah. The only reason she volunteered to pay for the daycare is because, okay, well, I'm going to try to get him into this pre-K program at the yes. school anyway. So mm-hmm. hopefully it'll only be for the summer. Yes. So I'll pay for the daycare and yeah. it'll just be dreamy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Yeah. So we like, had, but we had that it. conversation. We talked about it. We came, I mean, it wasn't a straight line compromise, but we got to the point where like now, okay, it's, it's, it's like our norm. Anywho, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. That was before my deliverance. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as a man, you will never know what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. Like, mentally, physically, like, and how much you can lose yourself and your identity. And that's a big part of it. And I think more men should try to understand. I, I do believe that more men should try to take care of the kids as much as the woman does just so that it's equal balance and they can have that understanding of like wow I see it now you know what I'm saying but it's really rough having you know I lost myself and I was a stay-at-home mom even with just Josiah and he was a baby it was a lot for me so now that the kids are a little bit older it is a lot better like I'm so thankful because even now Dream is at that age now where he'll go off and do whatever he wants by himself. But again, if they need something, juice or a snack or whatever, they're coming to mommy. So it's like all day from the time they wake up till the time they go to bed. Yeah, there's moments where they're playing and they're by themselves, but like, you still need me. It's Mm -hmm. almost like having something holding onto your coattails. And that's what I was going to say. A lot of women or moms catch a lot of slack for that because they're ashamed to admit, sometimes I need a break from my kids Mm -hmm. because society makes them feel like wrong for, for being human. You know, you know what I'm saying? That part. Yeah. Well, first of all, first of all, um, I 
do agree with you. Mm-hmm. However, um, I don't think, or at least most men, yeah, I feel like we'll never, even if you are a stay-at-home dad, yes. like it's not the it's same. It's not the same, no. Because the kids act completely different. different. For example, mm-hmm. she needed a break. She left the house the other day. Yo, these kids, JoJo stayed in his room. He was watching his iPad, dreamy. I told him to sit down and watch his iPad. I was able to clean everything I got to needed to yeah. clean. Everything got Sick. done. Barely even heard a peep out of them. But it's also <laughs> it's also because, you know, I used to be a tyrant. So it's like the kids know, yeah. like, hey, when daddy says sit down and, 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 and stop talking, like. You sit down and stop you sit down, talking. You sit down and stop talking. But I really think it's really just yeah. like when mommy's around. And that's all moms. Yeah, they, they, just, they, they try you. They test yeah. you. They push you to the limit just to see how far they can go. They because it. they know, like, even though mommy has authority, mommy is still going to. It's mommy. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's just different. You're right. And that's a great point. So, like, being a stay-at-home dad will never be the same. But at least you'll be able to take some of the burden off of her so that, you know, like she can get the break yeah. that she needs. And I will say over the years, you know, you've gotten a lot better with that because back then it was mainly me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was mostly me. But then over the years, now that, you know, we're together and all of that, you're able to do a lot. Like, for example, Dreamy has services that he has to attend and Donnie takes him there, you know, and Donnie brings him to school in the morning. Right. And I appreciate all of that because I used to be doing that too. But now that he's there to do it, it takes a lot off of me. Like our arrangement is okay. We get up in the morning. I get the kids ready for school. Donnie drives them. Donnie picks them up from school. And that's the way that that is. And it works for us. And if he ever needs me to drop them off, okay, I'll drop them off. But that's how it works. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't, I just, as a woman, wouldn't feel comfortable putting everything all on you. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I also know what that's like to have something put all on me, and I wouldn't want that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So what would you say your ideal dynamic for us would be maybe three years from now? Let's say our business is booming. We got all, we're making great money. My ideal thing is both of my children are going to a private school. <laughs> I'm paying for that. Mm-hmm. I'm paying the rent. Yeah. Um, all the utilities are paid by me. You taking the kids to school every morning. Mm-hmm. You picking them up every afternoon, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but and then with boys, it's like I am aware that the the earlier years are my little like that's my time to yeah. to chill because when they get older, when they start doing sports, like that's all dad, yes. especially because they're boys. Like that's mm-hmm. all dad. It's already with JoJo. It's like it's my responsibility to do the hard stuff. Like yeah. if it, if they want to go outside, well, dad got to entertain them. Like dad's got to be the one to do the wrestling. Dad's got to be the one to get the Nerf guns and yeah. do the, the run around and. To set up blow the, the, the blow up pools and mm. be out there like that, that's dad's job but mm. um yeah that's my ideal situation my ideal situation is also not to have you just sitting at home doing nothing though like if the kids are a little older and they are in school it's like the business that we want to run specifically i was telling her like i want to do my real estate thing mm. and i also want to go into business with you right. but the business is it, it let's just touch on it real quick it's just it's going to be something that caters towards women mm-hmm. and i'm like i want you to be the one to manage the day-to-days like yeah. yeah i handle the business side of it like you know the the financing the the um i don't even know how else you would, you yeah. would put that the I logistics mean, yeah, of it, it like I, I handle those but like mm-hmm. the, the day-to-days like the the employees like the customer relations like you you manage those yeah. things and like that's your baby so you don't have to work for anybody else yes. we work for each other the yeah. only person you will answer to is me only person I answer to is you. Yeah. Like, that's my ideal situation. That's, I like that's, that, too. Because I don't want to... I mean, I never wanted to be the kind of woman where if my kids were in school and I'm doing something, like, I'm just at home doing nothing. Like, yeah. I, my goal was to always have something for me. That's yeah. all, I, I, feel all like, I, I, I feel like, honestly, mm-hmm. everybody should aspire to have something like for that. Them, like, right. Like, I don't think everybody needs to be working underneath somebody. I feel like, hey, I will say a lot of people don't want businesses. Yeah, that's true. Too, you know, that's true. But if you do want a business, I feel like you should just go ahead and try. But it. I don't mean I don't mean to have a, that to aspire to have something, something for, for you. Themselves. Like, okay, yeah, you have your nine to five, but I feel like the reason why so many people are unfulfilled is because they don't have something. Like, yeah. whether it's a hobby, whether it's mm-hmm. something like you have to have something, and yeah. then it's like that woman. I didn't. I still. I didn't even watch the video, but. It sounds like she doesn't have anything, and I feel like when you don't have anything, when your mind is that idle, like it opens doors yeah. because and you she don't, don't have own nothing. Yet. She made it very clear, like, look, I love the way this is. I'm, and it's always that like soft life, and I feel like the girls are taking that to the extreme. That yeah, soft like, that's life. that culture. Yeah, like, the, like, that's that. Yeah, that, the mm-hmm. um, I don't, I forgot what what it's called, but like you know the the. The Birkin bag culture, the the yo, he gonna you know, man does everything for you. Ain't got yeah, he gonna swipe the car for me. All it like that culture is not 
And I'm here, I like, I it. understand it because as a woman, you do want to be taken care of. But at the same time, you mean to tell me you don't want nothing for yourself? Like, are you really okay yeah. with being under his thumb? Where he takes care of everything because it feels good. But what happens when he pulls the plug? I don't want to do this for you anymore. Then what? You have nothing to your name. You know, I'm, yeah. I mean, I will say a lot of those women do end up using, the, you know, his money to do things for themselves. But a lot of them don't. Where it is just, once you give me money, I'm spending it on and again, myself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But what I will say from a man's perspective, I mm-hmm. feel like a lot of men look at a woman who would want that as her ideal situation. And you won't look at that woman as mm-hmm. the ideal woman. Right. Now, if I have, a, it, it, I feel like, again, I'm speculating. Mm-hmm. I feel like most men look at it like, okay, this woman's doing this. This woman has goals. This woman's doing that. I want to make this woman's life mm-hmm. as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. The woman who wants her life as easy as possible, I'm not about to make your life as easy right. as possible. Like you haven't even showed me you deserve, deserve that, that from yeah. me. You know, that's just how I see it. Yeah. You know what I think too, for those men, I think it also plays a part on their ego. It makes them feel good because I get to spend all this money on you to show yeah. people I have it like that. And I can take look at this woman. Like yeah. it's all like so that they can get the praise. And I feel like that's dangerous too. I feel like that's dangerous, a big yeah. part of it. Cause like you said, it's not about the woman. It's about what you can do for her and how that looks to everyone else around you. That's all it's about. And it also puts her in a very, very submissive role. I feel like it's almost mm-hmm. a, it's almost too, a too submissive role. Right. If it's to that extent, mm-hmm. to, to if it's to that extreme. extreme. Yeah. That's when why you do I mean. ask her to do something, it's, it's not an ask. At right. That point. Now but you're like, like, you're almost admit you have to, because I have my thumb on you. Yeah, what do you mean? Logically, you're not do this, right? <laughs> logically, what do you mean? You just got to. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Like, I understand the soft life thing, wanting to be well taken care of by your man, because we should be. But um, also as a woman, then look, let me say this, right? Let's bring it back to the Bible. Proverbs thirty-one tells you the type of woman you should be, and the Proverbs woman was not an idle woman at all. The Proverbs woman had a vineyard; she was doing everything, taking care of her kids making clothes she had jobs and she was doing everything getting up in the morning early to you know do things for her kids and get her household together you want to aspire to be a proverbs 31 woman i was just gonna say like what what i what i want to do do all of that for like a i don't know like a a a young girl who doesn't have any aspirations in life Mm -hmm. and just wants to be taken care of no i would not would i want to make a proverbs woman's life as easy as possible yes Yes, 100 right and it just i almost look at it as an investment i know that's bad to say no for real right but it is right and that's that's it's so because again you know the the world twists marriage to be Mm -hmm. like a a weird um, business a weird like business Mm -hmm. exchange but honestly it kind of is because when you do put that ring on a woman's finger, that is an investment, investment of sorts, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like the reason why a lot of, I'm about to sound like Kevin Samuels for a second, but like, <laughs> I, I feel like, that. <laughs> I feel like uh, the reason why a lot of women who have that view mm-hmm. that I just want to be taken care of that, the reason why you're not getting that is because men are not seeing that yes. particular attitude kind of as a good investment. Yeah. They're seeing it as a, okay, yeah. like what, like why? Because I think men, <laughs> I the that? reason why they look at it in a negative way, like a business contract, is because they're looking at it as only like a monetary investment. And as a husband, you're not only sowing money into that woman, but you're sowing your time, you're sowing your wisdom, and your you know what I'm saying. You are like you're investing yourself. You know what I'm saying. It's a part yeah. of you, so it's not just money. But that's why they see it that way. Yeah. But it is an investment. And, um, full disclaimer: I d- disagree with it. I haven't watched many of it. Bro's Kevin videos. Samuels, yeah. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I disagree with almost everything that comes out of that man's mouth. Yeah, it's, it's well, he's, too much. He, he can be doing too much. He was I'm doing leave it too there. much. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leave he it there. was doing too much. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, maybe that's the one thing that he got right in a sense was like, you are investing into each other. It's not just the man investing into the woman, but it's also vice versa. So the reason why you may not be getting that mm. soft life from the man or a man is because again, I don't see you as a, a good investment. I'm not going to put myself into this because I'm not going to get anything out of it. And not every woman, the mm-hmm. the woman that's not a proverbs woman, the woman yes. that's pushing that type of lifestyle uh-huh. when she is not doing anything to even yes. get that lifestyle. There's no fruit, you know, a person by yeah. their fruit, you know, a tree by their fruit. And that goes to show like, you know, character, yeah. all of that. If in the beginning, that is what you're harping on. If the beginning and anybody, everybody's, required everybody's entitled to their own to their own opinions you can you can want what you want Mm -hmm. but respectfully from a man's point of view 
if that is what you want, I'm looking at it as laziness. Mm -hmm. If what you want is a Porsche, if what you want is um, a a big mansion and you're willing to go and get a degree, uh, Mm -hmm. not saying you got to go to college, if you're willing to go and get a certification, if you're willing to go and go to work, if you're willing to try to open a business, if you're willing to work for the things that you want, yeah, I'm going to look at you like, I'm going to give you the things that you want. You don't got to work for what you want. I'm going to give it to you because, you know, you got the ethic. But Mm -hmm. law stewardship. Yeah. (laughs) Law stewardship. I'm going to leave it there. (laughs) I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think um, we can wrap it up. You know, I think this was a good conversation. I I think hopefully somebody got a little bit of tidbit out there. I think the last thing I just want to say is, like, at the end of the day, do what's best for you. But for me and my household, this is how we're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? 50-50 sometimes. Sometimes it's going to be 100, 100. And again, tying it back to the word, God sent Adam, or not sent, but, you know, after they did what they did, um, God told Adam, now you will have to, what, you'll have to toil, like, i.e. you're going to have to work. Or if you are a man that just wants to sit at home, and, and, and I know men like that, I know a lot of them. That you just want to sit at home and you're okay with your wife going to work every day mm-hmm. and you're watching the kids. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not. And again, I mean, if it works for you, it works for you, but this is our opinion. You know what I'm if saying? If it works for you, it, it works, works for it you. Works. But if it don't work, have that conversation. Yeah. And you, you probably know that it's not working. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure there might be tension in the house. You know what I'm saying? You'll know if something's not working, but at least have the conversation. Like maybe I can say, before entering into marriage, because maybe there's someone listening to this that's not married yet, but it's like before entering into marriage, that's a conversation that needs to be had. What is our dynamic going to look like in terms of finances? What do you want your household dynamic to look like in terms of the kids? And what are your expectations from me? You know what I'm saying? And not saying, you know, it's not always bad to have expectations, but at least lay them out on the table so we can say, hey, this will work and this will not work. I, I don't agree with this, mm-hmm. but the conversation has to be had. And just to, just to cover my, because, you know, there are extenuating circumstances, obviously. If yes. you got out the military, you got a bad back, you have 100% right. disability, that check pays the bills. Okay, cool. But if you are out of the military, and I'm just using that because that's the only kind of example I could use. Mm-hmm. You are out of the military. You do have a bad back. Mm-hmm. You do have 100% disability, but you can still work. Right. You choose not, not to. to. Yeah. And you also are not paying the bills like yeah. you also are making you know it's like it, there's nothing wrong with a man sitting at home and and, right. and watching the kids there's nothing wrong with that there's right. a problem with a man sitting at home who is not being a man there's a problem with yes. a man sitting at home demanding the respect of a man when you don't deserve it there's no fruits of a man but you're demanding the respect that part, of one yes that part. you're being idle and maybe you do have the means to take care of everything but you're being selfish with those means like there's that a whole part, bunch yes. of it yeah. that, that is what I'm, that is what i'm talking about yeah. i'm not talking about individual circumstances right. that okay mm-hmm. that's just that's just how it like is like those one-offs you're not talking about the one-offs but it's like you know the the pool of people or yeah. man that we're talking my about my bro sitting at home playing call of duty all day mm-hmm. kids is running amok in the house yes wife comes home and she still has to clean and uh-huh. she still has to cook and she right. if you are at home and you are a stay-at-home man be a man in that home clean yes, that house clean take up. care of them kids cook dinner for your wife if she working if she comes and home. look because that's work even if both of y'all are working and both of y'all coming home and whatever you know pull your weight around the house because don't just i feel like what i want to say is as a wife or as a man you should never expect that you guys have to do all of one thing you know what i'm saying because i think a lot of men yeah. will that you the woman you got to take care of that and you're the man you take that's care also of that. wrong Mm-hmm. that's also wrong as for me and certain men grow up where their moms do everything for them so they grow up and they expect a woman to do everything yeah. in the house yeah. that's wrong in my opinion in my opinion it's like okay i know how to wash my own clothes mm-hmm. zay never washes my clothes i wash my clothes does she wash the kids clothes absolutely i'm capable of it but she washes the kid yeah. clothes i clean the i vacuum the floors and i clean the bathrooms because mm-hmm. i grew up and i, I watched my grandfather wa- clean yeah. the bathrooms and me personally I'm very meticulous about mm-hmm. the bathroom. Like I don't like the bathroom smelling a type of way or looking a type of way, mm-hmm. so I clean it. And if you're a type of man that does have qualms about something being a type of way, being some type of way, respectfully, if it bothers you, do something about it. Yeah. If you come home from work and the dishes aren't done, but your wife has been with the kids all day, if the dishes bother you that much that you feel like you got to fly mm-hmm. off the handle about it, clean them. how about you just clean the dishes? Yeah. 
you won't have to worry about the dishes being dirty if you're the one that clean them every day. You can be on top of it, so you yeah. never have to. It doesn't never has to affect you. You know, I think another great point because what I want to say is like I know, like okay, I don't wash your clothes. I also need people to understand that once you do have kids and bring kids into the equation, everything changes. So like before we had kids, I was washing our clothes, mm-hmm. but it's like now that the kids are here, I am. I'm not spread thin, but it's like you got to worry about my clothes, the kids' clothes, your mm-hmm. clothes. So it's like it's not on my radar anymore. And like even with the cleaning, like you said, like, okay, you're cl- comfortable cleaning the bathrooms. I can do everything else, you know, the kitchen, the bedrooms, whatever. But like even if, you know, the sink is dirty, I can clean the sink. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't expect you to always be the only one to clean the bathroom because I can do it too. So that expectation can't be that, oh, if he's doing this, it's his job forever. And if she's doing this, it's her job forever. And if now we have kids and now maybe things change and we're not doing what we used to do, let's just make up for it. You know what I'm saying? Don't complain about it. And that's one thing I know we go in it here, but um, I remember when it was me doing a lot of the household work and I, you know, Donnie would tell me all the things that um, upset him about what I wasn't doing or the way that I would do it. And my issue with that was instead of you telling me and complaining about it, why don't you just pick up where I left off? Mm-hmm. Like, instead of you bringing it to me, like if you see, okay, the dishes aren't clean right. and that bothers you, why come to me and try to condemn me because the dishes weren't clean when you needed them to be instead of just like, hmm, maybe she was busy, maybe she's tired. Yeah. Let me just step in and do it. Because you complaining, it comes off like, I expect this from you. And if you're not doing it, you're not up to my standard anymore. And now I'm upset because this is your job. If we are in this house together, we both have to take care of it and bring it back to the Bible. Yes, God told Adam to tend the garden, but he also told Eve, you're his helper. That doesn't mean that Eve is just going to sit around and Adam takes care of everything. But Eve is also there to tend to the animals, to take care of the garden, to help put in their weight. They both have to do it. It's not 50-50. It's 100-100. Who was it it that went to find somebody a wife he was looking for a wife for somebody i forgot who the person was that needed a wife but he went and he goes okay he went to like a like a well or something like mm-hmm. that and he was like okay i'll know which woman will be a good wife because i'll ask for water and that woman whichever wo- woman brings me water and also waters my camels on on that note like yeah we only speaking from experience y'all yes. we're not we're not saying that we know everything we're not saying that our opinions are every take everything with a grain of salt but we yeah. only speaking from experience and in my experience if you're capable if you're able do it Wait and respectfully especially when it comes to things around the house maybe you don't like the way she makes the bed maybe you don't like something okay and if that's your love language because we was going to do love languages right yes. if your love language <laughs> is like acts of service or something yeah. Maybe show that instead of complaining about it, maybe show the person how you would like things to be done by yes, doing them. By doing them, yes. I like the bed to be made a certain way. Make it that way mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah. So and I it. think just that the acts of service thing, not even not only that, but also like if we see that you're pulling your weight and you're coming behind us and helping us without the complaining or the condemnation, I think it also grows our respect and love for you because now we see like, wow, you really do want to take care of things and help me. And you're not condemning me from when I fall short, because you also got to understand that a good person will know that I am falling short and maybe they're not able to do what they normally did. Maybe they're depressed, maybe they're unmotivated. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about that too. It's not just you're being lazy, but it's like, there's a reason why this is not being done. Let me figure it out. Or let me just step up because maybe there's something else going on that I don't know about, you know? So it looks good all the way around. The house getting clean. Your wife or your husband is seeing that you want to help them. You're leading by example. It's a win. Mm-hmm. A win is a win. So thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Um, you can keep up with us on all social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at The Kingdom Assistant. And on YouTube is where you'll see full clips of each episode. So yes, Um, actually a shameless plug before we go. My husband is a God-fearing real estate agent now. (laughs) So you can follow him on Instagram if you're looking for a house in the DFW area or you know somebody that's looking for a house in the DFW area. Go ahead and follow him at Sells underscore DFW on Instagram. Um, And I believe Facebook as well, but y'all can stick with Instagram. But yes, Um, thank you guys again. And we'll see you in our next episode. Bye.